Hey, Sam. Hey, Luke. What's, uh, what's wrong, buddy? I just watched the hit 2004 film Troy starring Brad Pitt and Eric Bana, but I don't know if it's accurate at all. Hey, we've all been there, friend. This has you pretty messed up, huh? Well, I have good news for you. Ah! Jesus! I'm a doctor. Of medicine? Even better, classics. And I have all the answers for your burning questions about myths, ancient Greco-Roman history, and the movies. Where can we get this incredible medicine? Over on the podcast, Greased Lightning. It's on all your favorite podcatchers. It will be the sweet ambrosia of the gods. New episodes every other Monday. Eat your vitamins, say your prayers, and stick it straight up all your candy asses! And you never let The Rock make his pancakes, did you? You wanted The Rock to make chocolate chip cookies, blueberry muffins, but never pancakes. Go get me a cheeseburger. Go get The Rock a cheeseburger. No ketchup. You mind uh, giving a little blow just one time for The Rock? The Rock, ask you something. You ready to go out there and whoop some ass? Ready to go out there and whoop candy ass? Let's get ready to podcast! Hangsy, Pangsy, Rock Bottoms Podcast for two dumb idiot best friends put Tom Hanks in a headlock and are about to be choke slammed by Dwayne the Rock Johnson. I'm Sam Siegel and I can smell the Rock is cooking, flame grilled piranha, and honey roasted snake. Mmm. Yeah. Uh, this week, I am your skipper. I am Luke Patrick. I am the other dumb idiot. And I am the one driving you down the river in a big old boat this week. Well, hi, skipper. It's me, Skippy. Yep, Skippy. Yep. And I'm wearing pants. <laughs> I'm going to refer to you exclusively as pants or lady for the rest of this. Uh, mm-hmm. But every time I say lady, I'm going to do it with stank. So it's like, okay, lady. I mean, you have to. Yeah. Um, just like The Rock did in this movie. Yes, just like The Rock did in 2021's Jungle Cruise. Holy shit, did this come out in 2021? 2021. God damn. Yeah, that's... It's recent. That is that is as fresh as it gets, minus one year. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> as as fresh as it gets as long as it's a year old yeah um <laughs> i said what i said and i stand by it um god dude we are we're almost full disclosure folks we're almost at the end of this this long road we are this is the penultimate episode of the season jesus christ it doesn't feel like it i feel like we're gonna be here for ages it, and that yeah. it's still gonna keep going but it really does not feel like we're almost done with Dwayne Johnson and that's probably because he's got like four movies in the works to come out this year hey and there's a new thing that there's a new development that I want to talk about yeah let's do that um so as of today folks <laughs> literally today <laughs> we have discovered that uh Dwayne the Rock Johnson will be replacing good old Johnny Depp is Captain Jack Sparrow in Pirates 15 or whatever they're up to at this point. Yeah, that's that's a tough nut to swallow, that's, I gotta tell you. <laughs> it's impossible is where I'm coming from. Like, part of me, and, and I hate myself for this, part of me really wants to see uh, Pirate Dwayne. I just don't... I do not, for the life of me, see how Dwayne The Rock Johnson sees how his style is going to be able to pull off Captain Jack Sparrow. Because, one, Captain Jack Sparrow is this like lean, slinky, serpenty right. guy. Surely he's not playing Captain Jack Sparrow, and he's just replacing Jack as like the main, the, a new pirate main character. I think I saw, okay, well, let's discuss both, because okay. I'm pretty sure I saw a report that said he's replacing him as Captain Jack Sparrow. That, honestly, I think I want that more, because yeah. that is such a brazen retcon. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> of just like, no, this is Jack Sparrow. Always been this big burly guy who's who's not necessarily known for his cunning. Yeah. Um. Yeah, where before there was like a five ten squirrely looking kind of dude with a Keith Richards vibe. Now right. there is a six four beefcake of a man. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's rock solid like the whole swaying around being a drunken pirate kind of thing i just can't see he yeah. don't have the frame for it he'd be knocking shit over with his big old muscles right and i don't know that i've ever have we ever seen Dwayne pretending to be drunk no no this yeah. man is stone cold sober in every single thing he does i mean he ain't putting that in his body he ain't filling his body with that poison no, I mean, we do see him drink a lot in this movie. Hmm. But he doesn't get drunk. We see him He's pull immune from, to him. We see him pull from a flask, Sam. I posit that inside that flask is just a nice green tea. Mm, you know, I could see it, actually. Yeah. Or like a nice I, herbal tea with some added honey fresh from the Amazon. Yep. That, that is exactly what he's doing. He's scraping the honey off the honey conquistador. Yeah. And putting it in his green tea and just slurping away. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm getting off topic. We got we to gotta talk about Dwayne Johnson as a pirate. <sighs> as a pirate. Yeah. Because even that, to me, is kind of a tough sell. Well, part of the problem is that Pirates of the Caribbean, notoriously, people have accents in these movies. In fact... I'm trying to think mm. of a single like American pirate in these things. I don't think there is one. I, I don't. don't th- yeah, there uh, there ain't no Star Spangled Pirates in this. No, nobody from the good old old glory uh, sort of persuasion. Um, here's my problem: Dwayne can't mm-hmm. do accents that we know of. Well, again, he's just <laughs> now trying. Yeah. The most recent attempt we saw was attempting to do like a New Jersey accent to copy Danny DeVito in mm-hmm. Jumanji, <laughs> the next level. Yes. Yeah. So I just don't. I, and I don't see it, man. I think a sort of loose British accent is easier to pull off than like a, a Jersey accent. Really? Yeah. Cause like. I, I like to play around with accents, you know this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we both, we've put some flavor on our words from time to time on this podcast. I can do a British accent. Yeah. Uh, and I, I can hang pretty consistently with it. Yeah. I, ca- I can't really do a consistent Jersey accent. It starts, it starts walking around, it starts traveling, it goes to sleep a little bit, mm-hmm. it wakes back up. So, I... I think Dwayne could maybe do a British accent. I mean, I guess time will tell, right? I mean, if we see him and Orlando Bloom and Kira Knightley or whoever's in this movie, yeah, in I, this stage. I see. Here's the thing: I figure just to just to keep things like consistently inconsistent, they're going to have to replace Orlando Bloom and Kira Knightley too, so... Yeah, I mean, I think, full disclosure, I think they've already been replaced by other people. I don't, I think it's like, yes, the band. I think very few of the original <laughs> cast are still with this group. Yeah, probably. I've Honestly, they'll probably just poured over the cast from Stranger Things. Mm, yeah, I mean, right in that hype. Uh... You know, Stranger Things just recently came out. I'm hearing good things. I'm thinking Disney's just going to scoop up every single one of those kids. Now, wouldn't it be fascinating to have the entire cast of that movie just swapped over and put them on a pirate ship and just be like, you're all a pirate crew now. Yeah. And Dwayne Johnson is your captain. (laughs) And this gigantic man is now Mm -hmm. your captain. A captain of, of pubescent children. Um, Let, hey, let's talk about this for a second. Dwayne Johnson is the captain. Mm-hmm. David Harbour is the first mate. Oh, my God. Now, he would make a very convincing drunken pirate. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I'm just telling you, that's a, lot of, that's a lot of man meat. Yeah, that's a lot of man on screen. And Sam, mm-hmm. I'm here for it. Oh, I need it. Yeah. 
<laughs> I, I need it poured right down my gullet. Um, yeah. God, I'm like, can you imagine? Mm-hmm. I can, and I'm doing it right now, and it's uh, pretty good. You put those two men on the back of a boat, and I don't think it, it works anymore because they're just going to sink it. Mm-hmm. It's it's too much man <laughs> on one part of the boat. Yeah, they got to space it out a little bit. Keep, oh, the, keep things even. Um, Yeah, man. Well, I guess the only... You're not the only the the biggest like downside to all this is now we're definitely gonna like defo gonna have to watch Pirates of the Caribbean six, so yeah, and yeah that's gonna that's I don't really want to live in that. Yeah, where'd you where'd uh, you leave the series? Do you remember what the last Pirates movie you saw was? Oh, I've watched all of them. Okay, yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I I watched the most recent one, which if memory serves. Uh, involves Captain Barbosa somehow splitting the ocean like Moses with the Red Sea. Yep. Walking on the seabed, grabbing a MacGuffin. Yeah. And giving it to one of the new kids, and then I think he dies. That old Sam, I can tell you, I watched this movie in a total fugue state. That's ringing some bells, though. Yeah, I don't remember much from it, but I do remember the sort of Moses-like scene with uh, Captain Barbosa. Yeah, a man that just can't die. I mean, I don't believe no. he's dead for a minute. They keep bringing Mm-mm. him back. Oh, no. Over They'll and bring over. They'll bring him back. Yeah. It's like a superhero franchise at this point. Yeah, it really is. Um well, fuck, dude. I guess in the future we're going to have to do that, and I, am, I for one, am voting no Yeah, on that that's one. A, I, I really wish that was a democratic process, mm-hmm. but uh, I'm, I'm getting a mimeograph here from Disney, and they say, <laughs> fuck democracy. <laughs> You'll get what we give you. Yeah. Uh, not to keep harping on it, uh, one last thing. What was the casting process like? Because they, like... Hey, we loved you in Jungle Cruise. We loved you in Moana mm. and what you delivered for us. How would you like to replace sleazy old Johnny Depp yeah, in our next I, flick? I mean, I imagine they were the, they must have been like, we've seen you in a lot of water-adjacent movies, mm-hmm. and we think that you can make it into this new water-adjacent series. Yes. Ugh. <sighs> What if Dwayne the Rock Johnson can't swim? Hmm. What if every time he's in the water, because we see him swimming in a lot of movies. What if it's actually yeah. CGI every time he takes a dunk? Ooh. Now, hmm. Mm-hmm. That that would be troubling for a Pirates movie, because the effects budget is going to explode. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it, Dwayne's in the water again? Do you know how expensive it is? And also, you gotta you gotta stop having scenes where the man swims. And also, to fake someone swimming, you basically have to have them s- swim. When you think about it, like you yeah. get them in a green screen, they're making the motions with their arms and their legs. And well, that's the funny thing is what they actually do is that they get a body double mm, for Dwayne Johnson. Yeah. Um, and they put a Dwayne Johnson mask on him. And they make him swim in front of a green screen with like a mocap suit and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then they CGI uh, Dwayne in. Yeah. Dwayne can't even make the motions. Yeah. It makes him nauseous. I'd believe it. Yeah. He gets to spin yeah. in those arms and all of a sudden his little tum tum gets oh, pretty upset. His little tum tum turns to chum chum. Mm hmm. And that ain't no good. I mean, you ever seen no. a 6'4, 300 pound guy? Just puking his guts up on just a green yarts screen and, set. Yarts and fucking protein powder. <laughs> and, and, and so much cod. And uh, Zoa Healthy Warrior Energy Drink. Yeah. It's, it's a bad mix. It's something. It stinks to high heaven. Oh, okay. Well, we're 14 minutes in, Sam. How was your watch of this movie? I woke up at six in the morning today to watch Jungle Cruise. <laughs> Can I just say, I think that's my favorite thing you've said recently. Um, <laughs> you woke up 
at 600 hours uh, mm-hmm. to uh, 0600 to start your yeah. cruise uh, on the old I jungle did. cruise line. <laughs> so uh, just sort of bleary-eyed, you know, throwing back some some Dulce de Leche cinnamon toast crunch mm-hmm. with uh, planet oat, extra creamy oat milk. Oh, yeah, that's my flavor uh, of choice right there. It's so good. It is so good, my guy. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I watched the movie. I it it went, you know? Mm-hmm. It's early. I enjoyed my breakfast, I won't lie. Um I've been craving a biscuit lately. Well, it's you know, there's not a prohibition on biscuits, my guy. No, I just, you know, I don't want to make them and yeah. like the Pillsbury ones are fine but i want like i want like a good biscuit you know have you considered going down to the old cracker barrel to get your biscuit fix i said i wanted a good biscuit oh hey man they you can say what you will about the probably racist chain of restaurants that is cracker barrel yeah probably it's kind of the old racist uncle of Mm -hmm. restaurant chains yeah um chilies and tgi fridays pretty embarrassed of yeah. <laughs> yeah, like all the memorabilia on the walls, you do kind of expect at least one of them to be like this vaudevillian nightmare piece. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> or just like a Confederate flag. Yeah, just a cool Confederate battle flag. Uh, yeah. Sort of tucked in there um, next to a photo of Jefferson Davis. Um, but hey, yeah, say what you will about everyone's favorite uh, racist uncle restaurant. They do make a pretty good biscuit, my guy. Look, it's a f- it's a fine biscuit. Yeah. It's fine. Um, but I'm I'm looking for a real sort of homegrown, mm. you know, like old country, you know, locally owned biscuit. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, I'm I'm following. Yeah, uh, yeah. What do you like on your biscuit? See, you, I'm. Are you a good, good biscuit boy? Oh, I'm a real good biscuit boy. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, and for our Irish listeners, these are them's different biscuits. What we're yeah, talking we're not about. talking cookies, you fucking weirdos. <laughs> no DJ Steves here. Uh, no, we're talking big, flaky, home style biscuits. Fluffy biscuits yeah so i'm i'm guilty of making biscuits from time to time uh Mm -hmm. and when i do because i am a good good biscuit boy i'm a fan of a little bit of butter get a little bit of butter on both sides and then some fresh jam uh okay what's what's your jam of choice see i like a blackberry or a blueberry blackberry I love a blueberry yeah, jam. Yeah, you get a blueberry jam on there, and you got yourself just the best breakfast. Oh, uh, it's so good. It's so good. Yeah. You ever uh, you ever fuck with gravy? Oh, yeah, for dinner? I'll totally whip up some gravy. Gravy a little too heavy in the morning, but if I'm doing breakfast for dinner, uh-huh. uh, please, breakfast wizard, please don't pop out of the walls on this one. <laughs> Did you call oh, me? Oh, God damn it. <laughs> I thought I heard some biscuit talk. Yeah, breakfast wizard. We're talking gravy and biscuits on this Ooh, one. My lube of choice. Mm, hey, that's a challenging image. Now. It isn't for me, the breakfast wizard. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask what orifice. Uh, is intended for for gravy, but honestly, uh, I am not interested, Breakfast Wizard. That's between well, you. Well, too bad because I'm going to tell you <laughs> it is any and all of them. Hey, man, that's between you and your breakfast god, as far as I'm concerned. Hey, oh, let me tell you. Yes, who is your breakfast god? Mmm, my breakfast god is, of course, Dionysus. Oh, you think, hey, that actually makes a lot of sense. I bet old Dionysus is down for a good brekkie. Oh, Dionysus and I get ribbled over some waffles, if you know what I mean. Have you heard of Awful Waffle? Oh my god, yes, and uh, we, we ain't talking about Awful Waffles on this podcast, my friend. 
Well, let me tell you, Dionysus and I put it to shame. <laughs> a lot of gravy on that waffle if you catch my meaning. I do. I so enjoy our time together, Breakfast Wizard, but uh, I think I've been visited enough. I would love it if you would get the fuck out of here. Quick question oh, before I go. Okay, yep. Do you prefer a European-style butter, a cultured butter, or just a normal, straight-up American butter for your biscuit? Mmm. Well, I am lactose intolerant, and I feel like the the American-style butter is somewhat easier to digest. So, I'm gonna go with that answer. Uh, Ooh, okay, I'll I, keep uh, that in mind. Yeah, I pay a price for that cultured shit. Uh, mm, that yes, real I know good. it's... It's yeah. hard on those tummies, isn't it? Yeah, it's, uh, you know what? I take my own jungle cruise uh, whenever I have Ooh. that butter. A lot, uh, lot of mud in those waters. Huh? Yeah, the Amazon gets real muddy <laughs> when that's been introduced. Yeah. And you accuse me of challenging images. Hmm. Mm, yeah. Hey, man, one's medical. The other one is just... Uh, some American Pie challenging imagery. Mm, well, I'll remember your butter preference, and oop, I have a fresh batch of gravy ready, tatty pie. <laughs> God only knows what that gravy's intended for. Oh, God, I don't like the guy. I wish he would yeah. stop coming in my home. And again, the fact that he's made out of sausage links... Uh, it's rough stuff. Yeah, and his tendons are bacon. It's extreme. He's yeah. just squishy and greasy. Yeah. I, have you noticed that actually his tongue is one of those McDonald's hash browns? Yes. And it doesn't make sense how he's able to talk, but uh, I mean, I guess nothing oh, not about e him really makes sense. Not in the slightest. I've So he spits a lot when he talks. Yeah. Um, And it gets all over the wall. It's syrup, dude. It's fucking syrup, and it's awful. Yeah, the pancake yarmulke is an interesting addition. I was I was curious about that mm -hmm. one. So is he Jewish? <laughs> I guess I guess now the breakfast wizard's Jewish. Yeah, but he but his breakfast god is Dionysus. Yeah, I, maybe he just came from like a bar mitzvah or something. Mm, uh, a breakfast bar mitzvah. A hmm? breakfast bar mitzvah. <laughs> A brick mitzvah, if you will. Yeah, uh, or a brunch mitzvah. Um, a brunch mitzvah. <laughs> I'm going to go with that theory. I think he just came from a brunch mitzvah. Uh, yeah, almost certainly. Yeah. Um, n now, I don't know how to keep him out of my house. And, hmm. and yeah. see, before, he when he left... It, there was always a puddle of uh, gravy left on the ground. Oh, and, yeah, that's And gotta... I didn't, I I assume that was just like, I don't know, like some magic goo that he uses or something, but I don't want to touch it, Luke. Yeah, I would get a mop, as much bleach as you can find, and yeah. uh, maybe a full hazmat suit. I might have to just pack a bag and move away at this point. Yeah, that or you know, burn the house down uh, on yeah, your way out I think the door. I think I just need a cleansing fire. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. Look, how is your watch of 2021's Jungle Cruise? Well, Sam, my bifurcated watch of this movie was pretty challenging. Bifurcated? Uh, yeah. So I started this movie last night at around eight o'clock, and f and it's two hours and ten minutes. Yeah, it's lengthy. What is with Disney and like have we just abandoned hour and a half movies at this point? I don't. I've got a lot to say about this. Yeah. It, this I'm I I don't want to wait. This movie doesn't need to be this long. No. It it's a perfect candidate for a classic three act hour and a half fucking movie. Yeah, they really shoehorn in a lot of stuff to make to pad out the length, and it feels like it, my guy. Yes, which is why I got about, I don't know, an hour and 15, hour and 20 minutes into this. Mm -hmm. And I got pretty sleepy, uh, wasn't feeling terribly engaged with the film. Oh, uh, no. And so I just turned it off. 
Yeah. Oh, shit. I just turned it off, man, which I have very rarely done with a movie. I'm trying to remember when you may have had another bifurcated watch, and I can't think of one. I think maybe I did it for a really long movie at one point, but even then, like Green Mile, Saving Private Ryan, I plowed through those motherfuckers. Right, yeah. Uh, So anyway, much like you... 7.30 7.30 rolls around. I've been up for maybe 30 minutes. Uh, and then hearing that bell ring, and it's time for this cruise to leave port. Oh, no. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I sort of blast through the last uh, 45 minutes of this movie uh, at all 7.30 in the morning. I need to know right now, how did you feel? booting this movie back up knowing what you were getting into so the reason i did it so early is because at that stage in the morning i am groggy and willing to do whatever Uh, Mm, okay because i'm not fully awake yet so if this boat needs to keep going down the amazon and join the rock johnson needs to keep punching germans in the face that's just fine with me man okay Uh, consciousness has not yet fully gripped me uh so it's it is a okay, which is exactly what I experienced. So one pretty challenging watch, and then one just fine last forty five minutes. Okay. So, yeah. Well, I'm I'm glad that uh, you sort of passed through the rapids and yeah. then you got to much more placid waters. Yeah, man. Um. Yeah. Well, while we're here, I guess we've already broached the topic. Sam, here's what I thought of this movie. This movie's too goddamn long. It's way too goddamn long. I, th- d- I mean, do you want to break down the plot before oh. we really dig in? <laughs> it's actually kind of convoluted. Um, if you want, I can take a crack at it. Ooh, I love it when you take a crack at breaking down the plot. Go for it, Sam. Okay. Emily Blunt plays Dr. Lily Houghton, who is a, a British uh, botanist yeah. and explorer who's been told legends of the uh, flower of the moon or some shit that can heal all illnesses. Tears of the moon, tears tears of the clown, something. Yeah, Yeah. something. It it cures everything. So she gets a MacGuffin and then makes her way to the Amazon to uh, get a boat to go down the Amazon to find the tears of the clown moon. Yeah. Clown. Yeah, moon clown. Tears of the Moon Clown. Mm-hmm. Uh, she runs into <laughs> Dwayne Johnson, who pilots a boat. Uh, she goes with him. She's being hounded by a German, played by Jesse Plemons, and I'm we're talking about Jesse. Oh, yes, uh, we are, my guy. <laughs> who, who follows them in a U-boat. Yeah. And uh, then he teams up with some cursed conquistadors. Hey, remember that part in Pirates of the Caribbean where they had like a cursed crew that was doomed to live forever? Yeah, it's exactly the same thing. Yeah, Disney trotting that that one out again. Yeah. uh, Seeing if anyone still likes it. I assume for Pirates (laughs) of the Caribbean 58. uh, Starring Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Yeah, starring, starring Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Um. So he teams up with them, and they sort of hound Dwayne and Emily Blunt and her brother. Uh, Jack Whitehall. Matt, Jack Whitehall. At, wait. That's not... That's not the... No. No, no, no. Nothing. Sorry. Okay. Uh, I, I thought he was the guy who played Yaskier in The Witcher, but... Mm. A, you know what? I will forgive you for that because similar flavor. Yeah, very basically similar this. He plays the same character in most things, and uh, easily could have slotted him in for the for the part of Yaskier, for sure. Okay. Yeah. Okay, but moving on, um, they get hounded. Uh, they end up finding out that Dwayne is actually also one of the cursed conquistadors, and so he's four hundred ish years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they make it to the tree. Uh, he, Dwayne sacrifices himself to save Emily Blunt. She uses one of the the only cure all flower to save Dwayne, and then is uh, just sort of fortunately presented with an additional flower that she can use for science purposes. Yeah, 
<sighs> God damn That's it, the movie. man. That's the movie. It should have been an hour and a half. It should have. Honestly, they didn't need the whole conquistador thing. Didn't no. Didn't need to happen. No. We didn't need two villains for Jungle Cruise, a movie based on a ride. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. The only thing I really liked about this movie mm-hmm. is the fact that Dwayne The Rock Johnson says explicitly that he's 400 years old. Because, Sam, can you imagine a movie in which Tom Hanks, in your conspiracy corner, uh, had said explicitly that he was 400 years old? You would have shit what? a brick. I would have shit a brick and my eyes would have popped out of my fucking skull. Mm-hmm. So, pretty, you know, tantalizing little piece of information that Dwayne The Rock Johnson That I can do nothing with. Yeah, completely useless. Uh, Yeah. Thanks, Dwayne. Just a weird curio in a cabinet, that one. Uh, But, I don't know how you would have explained that if he weren't, if it weren't for the conquistadors. Uh, Yeah, it just, it's so unnecessary. We don't need Dwayne to be 400 years old. Yeah. We don't, we don't need any of it. We don't need, I don't even think we need him to be friends with a jaguar. Yeah, which he is. Hey, this is my favorite part about this movie, though, uh, is the fact that they, they got Andy Serkis in, hooked him into a green screen. Uh, Wait, did they really? And then got him to play a fucking jaguar. Uh, I'm sorry, this... that's Andy Serkis? Yeah, man, it's Andy Serkis uh, playing a jaguar. And... Andy <laughs> committing to the bit and acting Andy. like a cat for two hours and 10 minutes. Andy, you can say no to things. It's okay. <laughs> they didn't need you to put on the mocap suit and then purr and trot around. And my God. Yeah. Andy's got to start saying no to projects. Yeah. Andy circus has got to learn to set up some boundaries he does his casting decisions but god damn it this is if he, beneath him it is but god damn it if he's not the best cgi leopard oh uh, my god wait is it a leopard or a jaguar because i'll be honest i get the two confused a lot i believe it is a jaguar uh, jaguar jaguar uh in this one pretty sure okay yeah is is this Dwayne's first period piece since it occurs in 1916? You know what? Well, it depends. Do we consider 2003 a period? Because uh, we watched a lot of movies from that period. From Dwayne the no, Rock Johnson. No, I, d- I don't think that counts. Though I am recalling that he did play the Scorpion King in The Scorpion <laughs> King. And that is very much a period piece. Well, he also played uh, the Scorpion. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's been in some mummy-related titles. I don't, I don't know why, Sam, but I don't want to count those. No. Well, there was Hercules too. God damn it. Yeah, I guess categorically no, but it feels like it. I hear what it, you're doesn't saying. It? Yeah. I for some reason I was like, hey, this is the first time we've seen Dwayne like not in the era of the time that the movie came out yeah i think the difference is that the periods in those other movies the period is confused confusion ad yes. uh-huh. um or confusion bc more like it um yeah just a bunch of question marks bc whereas this one knows exactly where it's set and is very firmly set in that in that time period so very true yeah um <laughs> when do you want to bust open the german thing let's do it right now man okay uh jesse plemons plays a german prince now this is set right smack dab in the middle of uh world war one yeah and he is after the tears of the moon clown mm-hmm. to um to make it so that the german army will never be defeated yeah uh huh. Don't see any problems I, with this historically. No, I thought he did a great job though. 
Yeah, I mean, one, his German accent, because he speaks German a lot in this movie. Uh, he does. He, God damn, Jesse Plemons uh, coming out of nowhere, <laughs> showing, <laughs> showing Dwayne Johnson up in the biggest way. It's like if Dennis Quaid could speak perfect Japanese. Like, right. you're just completely <laughs> confused by it, but very here for it. Yeah, I just, I was... First of all, I was just shocked that he showed up, and then I was even more shocked that he has an impeccable German accent and mm-hmm. speaks pretty good German. Speaks very good German. Uh, yeah, and I also appreciated that for once in one of these movies, like they're on the U-boat, they're speaking their native language to each other. Yes. It's, I oh, mean, it's so nice. Because it's like there's two movies that do it. It's this movie and like Inglorious Bastards. They're exactly right. the same movie. Uh, pretty much. Pretty much yeah. in every way. Uh, plot, star power, mm-hmm. uh, level of violence, language. Yeah. Which, speaking of really quick, I I loved the casting for the Kaiser's son. I do yes. think if it had been Christoph Waltz, it would have been better. It would have been better, but I got to tell you, a little bit, he sounds like Christoph Waltz. Yes. I think that's what he was going for. With this performance. I, he had to have. Yeah. Because he's got so much of that Walt stank. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but the German... I just... Well, one, they picked the good Germans, question mark? Because you make them the Nazis. More, <laughs> they picked the more palatable evil Germans. Yeah. I'll put it that way. Yes. Because... Well, the other thing is, what is what is it? With Germans and this, like, Indiana Jones-style focus on archaeological treasures. I don't know. Yeah. I really do not know, man, but goddamn, they got a thing for it. Is Apparently, it? Yeah. From, from 1899 to, like, 1950, mm-hmm. Germans were just like, we got to follow up on every myth and legend we done ever heard about. Yeah, Holy Grail, Fountain of Youth, fuck it, man. Let's let's get Hans and uh, Franz out there. Yeah. Have let's, them do some bushwhacking and see what's up. Yeah, let's see what Friedrich can find down in the Amazon. <laughs> Maybe it's the Tears of the Moon Clown that'll uh, turn us all into super soldiers who can't be killed by anything or yeah. something. Maybe it's just malaria, but either way... You know, we're going to send them out there. Yeah. Maybe it's just losing wars. Uh, just yeah. makes you a little bit desperate and thinking maybe if we <laughs> just found so. the Holy Grail. <laughs> I think losing wars in a struggling economy. So, yeah, I really expect the United States in maybe 15 years to be sending out a bunch of fucking CIA squads to try to find the Fountain of Youth or something. Mm hmm. <laughs> that's when we know we've hit rock bottom that's the yeah. red flag right there i mean look man it's already looking pretty rough yeah we're, we're pretty bad out here we are a hair away from uh from one shirt short and curly away from some people beating bushes down in the amazon I yeah think. uh and and just a quick serious note on that call your fucking senator and tell him to vote for gun control yes jesus fucking christ Mm -hmm. uh it's the only place where this happens it's yeah awful we gotta we gotta stop we really do to quote the onion you know what this is completely unpreventable says the only country where this happens Mm -hmm. um for real though folks like we can fix this there are definite ways to do it so call those fucking senators yeah please please call them and say just vote for some fucking gun control you sack of shit anyway um now in this jesse plemons has a u-boat and luke uh i i think i've mentioned this a time to you uh before i've been playing a u-boat simulator Oh, my God. All right, what do you have to say about this U-boat, Sam? Seems pretty good to me. Oh, really? I expected, like, a tirade against the accuracy of this U-boat. 
I gotta tell you, near as I could tell, seems actually pretty spot on. I am a little confused on how it fit in the uh, Amazon River, but I also don't know a whole lot about the Amazon River. So, yeah. far as I know, it's deep enough for a U-boat. Yeah. Well, I love the idea that this movie about conquistadors that are cursed to live forever <laughs> someone was like god damn it if we're putting in a u-boat it's gonna be a period authentic u-boat so help me god i imagine they like uh got the guy from like uh das boat and they mm-hmm. were like hey man uh we need some help making sure that this is unimpeachable yeah we in need its accuracy period accurate german flawless accents and a u in a u-boat <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that can hold serious water. Um, it is such a wild fucking thing uh, that they... This isn't Jungle Cruise. Yeah. This is Disney's 2021 romp, Jungle Cruise. A uh, romp, I would say it is not, by the way. The, oh, yeah. F- intended romp. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Bit of a misfire. I did have one question about the U-boat. Okay. So when they get to the Temple of the Tears of the Clown Moon, mm-hmm. um, they have to like drain the water out of it so that they can go through a tunnel to get to the tree with the flowers. Yeah. Or whatever. Mm-hmm. They had a submarine. Yeah. Uh, I don't I don't understand why they couldn't use the submarine to just go underwater, which is kind of their thing. Yeah, sort of Atlantis style. Just sort of yeah. bust through that thing, get into the main chamber. Yeah. Because they just sort of abandoned it and waited for Dwayne and Emily Blunt to to get through. Yeah. But that wouldn't have been nearly as much of a romp, Sam. And they wouldn't have been able to do the whole thing where they transfer air uh, mouth to mouth. Yeah, um, I guess not. And kiss so each other a little bit. get them to kiss yeah yeah what do you make of emily blunt in this i think she showed up for a paycheck if i'm honest i think everybody in this movie showed up for a paycheck yeah i'll say i thought she actually did a pretty good job yeah i mean hey everybody's a goddamn professional in this movie you know what i mean like they're they're acting uh yeah i mean they're they're putting in the effort yeah but you know, there's only so much you can do when this is your material. Yeah, at the end of the day, you're making a movie based on a ride that sh- that's entirely too long. You're showing up for them digis hitting your bank account. Yeah. Yeah. I will say, I did like, at the beginning of the movie, when she's at that like archaeological or science society or whatever, mm-hmm. and they're like, no, you can't have access to our stolen artifacts. Yeah. Hey man, fucking Brits! We stole those fair and square from all mm-hmm. four corners of the earth. It's um, like, it's like when uh, I was in London for my honeymoon and we went to a museum and they had some like art pieces or something, and it said that it was acquired mm-hmm. by the British East India Trading Company. Yeah, and I said to my wife, I said, "That is an interesting use of the word acquired." <laughs> <laughs> I acquired a Ferrari this morning. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like, what the f- Uh Let's do some heavy lifting, England. Yeah. Um, <laughs> maybe Fucking about time limies. to uh, to return some of those acquired goods. Like, uh, yeah. the guy will return this acquired Ferrari that I acquired. Mm- earlier in the maybe uh i mean what else do you have to say about this well it's probably about time that we take our cruise uh maybe a little bit further up river uh yeah uh interestingly enough i actually acquired a flower that can cure all diseases hot damn and uh i think i'm gonna sell that to big pharma because they never done anything wrong yeah uh and i'm gonna be able to buy a whole lot of rock stocks yeah all right shrelly let's go get you that skrill (laughs) hell yeah man let's go hey luke 
Hey, what's up? Um, you know uh, how when Dwayne succumbs to the curse and mm-hmm. he turns to stone? Yeah. That's Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Oh, my fucking God. So, I do have an actual bone to pick with the movie. Hey, really quick, can I just piggyback off of your terrible joke to mention one yeah, thing? Yeah, please. Uh-huh. Uh, which is that Dwayne the Rock Johnson doesn't have a personality in this movie. He just he has not. dad jokes. Uh, that is that is pretty much it. I think my favorite part of this movie is when he's giving a jungle cruise to a bunch of tourists in the beginning. And mm-hmm. just has joke after joke that literally has an entire boat groaning with yeah, how bad I mean, they are. They land like a fucking brick. Mm-hmm. It's... <laughs> it's it's rough stuff. This is a man not not just bombing a set, uh, like doing a nuclear test. Yeah, yeah. This this is like Andy Kaufman level shit, but like not as smart. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> not actually some kind of avant garde futuristic comedy right. exploration. Nah, this is just a man with the worst dad jokes you've ever heard. Just um, the worst. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Oh, I have a bone to pick with this movie as well, but I am... Okay. I want to hear yours first. I I will just say, on, on the note of, of the thing at the beginning, for all I know, that is the actual Ride Jungle Cruise. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't but, know. So, so the thing that I kind of had an issue with, mm-hmm. and, and I don't know if this is wrong-headed of me, to be perfectly honest is um Emily Blunt's uh brother yes in this yes. and how they're just like he's gay yes we have the same bone to pick with this movie yeah and and they don't do anything with it they just have a scene where he's like hi i'm gay and then and they don't they don't ever show him having a love interest they don't uh, it's just it's a uh, you know what it's like yeah it's like J.K. Rowling. Yeah. Who, oh, hey. After it's all said and done, is like, hey, Dumbledore's <laughs> gay, BT dubs. Yeah. Um, and not only that, here's my bone that I have to pick with this. Um, mm-hmm. Is that, one, it's Jack Whitehall, who actually has some very funny bits about how everybody in his life thinks he's gay. Uh, kind of because of the way he mm-hmm. acts. Uh, but he's he's not. Which is one of my bones to pick, which is that he is not a gay man. Um, he is in fact straight, uh, despite those very funny bits talking about that, um, which if you haven't seen any of his standup, Jack Whitehall is hilarious. So go check him out. Okay. Um, yeah, I I should probably check some of his shit out. Yeah. Very good. So again, straight actor, uh, second bone to pick what Disney does give us Disney famously who, uh, wouldn't say gay, uh, right. Until the pressure mounted. Mm -hmm. Um, does give us a version of a gay man that is extremely attached to trunk loads of clothes. Um, yeah. Is uh, reticent to do any manual labor uh, or engage in a fight until the end of this movie. Uh, so what we kind of get is a caricature of, mm-hmm. of a gay man. Yeah, what we get is really what Ron DeSantis wanted out of Disney. <laughs> Yeah. It's it's so frustrating cuz it's just like Disney could have done something interesting. Yes. But instead they were just like, "Hey, what if we made him every stereotype about a gay person ever?" Yeah. And didn't do anything else with him. And what if we didn't fully say that he's gay? Yeah, what if we just hinted at it real hard? Yeah, what if we have him have a conversation with The Rock where he says he turned down a marriage proposal, a third marriage proposal from a well, well-heeled well lady uh, mm-hmm. back in England because his interests lie elsewhere. They should have put a fucking um, subtitle on the screen that just said, you know, wink. Wink. <laughs> I mean, based on what they've said in this movie, it could be that he's, like, Nikola Tesla-style just into pigeons. I mean... Yeah, for all we fucking know. And what's weird is that Dwayne Johnson, a 400-year-old man, 
is shown to be more progressive than Disney itself because he goes, oh, okay. Yeah. It's buck wild. I mean, you love to see it. You love to see that he's very chill with it, but this is a fucking conquistador. Yeah, he would he would really struggle with that kind of yeah. orientation. <laughs> We're talking about the same culture that in around the same time period that birthed the fucking Inquisition. Yeah. Um. <laughs> he's he's going to go you what now? I don't know what about 400 years in the jungle made him such a diehard liberal. Um, Yeah, turns out if you just put people in the jungle for 400 years, they become deeply socially progressive. (laughs) So it's pretty shit-tastic, and it's just, Sam, it's very Disney. Uh, Because it's... Look, I'm all for like representation and stuff like that because it is vital. Mm-hmm. But this isn't representation. No. Well, again, it's a straight actor. So it's a straight actor and you just you had a you stuffed in a moment where you said that you hinted very heavily mm-hmm. that the character's gay and then you ticked your box and said, "We done did it." Yeah. And they've been they've been and, trading in this social currency for like a decade now. Cause like wasn't mm-hmm. there a moment in Frozen too where there's like some cabin owners that are a gay couple? Um, Shit, if I know, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm. You know, I'm not as big a Frozen head as you are. <laughs> you know me, and Elsa. Mm-hmm. I yeah. Think. See, that's how big an ice head you are. Yeah, I am all about letting it go. Uh, mm-hmm. That is my ringtone. Uh, yeah, folks. You know, Luke and I try to play games together uh, sometimes in our in our off time. But Luke is so busy quoting Elsa or uh, Frozen to me, singing the Frozen songs, mm-hmm. um, just watching it over and over again. Usually, I'm like, "Hey, Luke, do you do you want to play like some Sniper Elite Five, something like that? Maybe maybe some Satisfactory." And he goes, "No, nah, man, I got I got to watch Frozen Two for the fifth time today." Mm-hmm. Wait, they made a Frozen Two. Yeah, my guy. What? <laughs> I mean, so so you're a you're a Frozen originalist, I yeah, guess. Yeah, yeah, I'm a textualist when it comes to Frozen. <laughs> yeah, um, you and uh, Scalia. Yeah, I was about to say <laughs> me, me and Anthony Scalia. Anthony Scalia <laughs> were big on uh, the original Frozen only. Yeah, um, which is weird because again in that movie there's a very clear gay couple. Um, but, well, see, that's that's what Scalia loved about it is that that part made him so fucking angry. Yeah, that man loved to get riled up, mm-hmm. uh, big it, mad it, about it, stuff. It really inspired him to write some pretty fucking ghoulish Supreme Court opinions. Yeah, uh, but my point being that they just sort of sh- they sort of show you this couple, and that's it. They just sort of so that if you're looking, if you're looking at it, right at it, you'll catch it. Yeah. But if you sort of, you know, are glossing over for a second, it you is, will miss it. It is the movie studio version of a kid eating one bite of broccoli and going, "Can I have a cookie now?" Yeah, like thanks Disney, I guess, for this hint of representation. Mm-hmm. Um. Just the faintest whiff. You know what? There's only one path forward, and Disney, you gotta make Buzz Lightyear gay. Or bi. I'm okay with either. Yeah. And, like, very out, very proud, Yeah. very sexual. I want I want a saucy, sexy Lightyear at a pride parade uh, mm-hmm. just really being out there. Out and visible, Disney. That is what we want from Buzz Lightyear. That's what we need. Yeah. I mean, we gotta get a scene of Buzz Lightyear getting his nipples pierced. Mm-hmm. I feel like, honestly, even if he's not gay, I need that scene. <laughs> I think that's a really important scene for the character. Yeah, on uh, his shore leave or whatever they get in yes. the Space Academy. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Just like, hey man, I'm here for 48 hours. I got shore yeah. leave money to burn. Let's get these nips pierced. Yeah, and then um, 
I mean, I I think he also gets uh like to the spaceship tattooed on his vicious V mm-hmm. with an arrow pointing down <laughs> to his cock. And beyond uh yeah. sort of <laughs> pointing at his junk. Yeah. Well, I think Yes, so it says aid beyond on his junk and then to infinity pointing to his asshole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it makes more sense to flip them, which is why I don't think Probably. we flip them. I think we leave them exactly, exactly the same way. It's so confusing because I think most people are going to approach it and say and to beyond. Yeah. And then later on during during intercourse, they would go to infinity. Yeah. Oh, oh, I see. I did it in the wrong order, huh? And he goes, yeah, it, I put them in the order that I tend to prefer things to go. Exactly. I, Buzz Lightyear, a very proud out man. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that's what we need, Disney. I think you can right all your wrongs uh, by giving us uh, this version of Buzz Lightyear. Yeah. Uh, and I think that they could maybe right their wrongs within the Jungle Cruise franchise. Oh, God. Do you think it's going to be a franchise? I think they could do a sequel. Okay. And I want it to follow the Sticky Honey Boy. Okay, the conquistador that's made out of honey. Yeah, the Sticky Honey Boy. Okay. And I I feel like he's, he's the guy who could really launch this into a franchise. Okay. I mean, I'm struggling to see it, but I will play along with this bit. Um, Because he is a man made out of bees and honey, which is challenging in in any social situation. Oh, yeah. He's a a drippy, sticky guy. Yeah. But I I think he's the future of the franchise. Dwayne, he's done. He went to London to live as a fop. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, which is an interesting look for Dwayne, I gotta tell you. Yeah. But, like, we got a sticky boy on our hands. Yeah, we got a sticky 400-year-old Spaniard. Yes. Uh, who did, in fact, want some genocide and some pillaging. He did. But I think we come to him, like, 50, 60, 80 years after the events of this movie. Maybe even 100. Yeah. Actually, 100 would be good. Yeah, so 2016. I, 2016, he uh, is awoken uh, from his rock slumber. Mm-hmm. And I think in that time, he has had time to contemplate who he is, like really reflect after he saw Dwayne sort of redeem himself. Yeah. And I think the movie is all about his self-discovery that, in fact, he is gay. Yeah. And repenting for the things he did. And also, like, having to deal with the, the bigotry of his fellow conquistadors, the the mud man and the snake guy. Yeah. And uh, and then I, I think he gets really politically involved because he hears that Donald Trump yeah. uh, was elected. hears that Jair Bolsonaro was elected. And I think he becomes very active. And... I think he gets his nipples pierced. What's he left gets of his, his nipples, nipples pierced uh, by by the bees? Oh my god! Yes, <laughs> the bees pierce his nips, um, and I think that is like this really critical turning point of the movie where you see him fully embrace who he is as a person, and he goes, "Stick, get me bees, get me, get in there, bees, pierce me." Yeah. Uh, and yeah, so I think Jungle Cruise to the Sticky Honey Boy, yeah, is is really where Disney makes right on the wrongs of this one. <sighs> yeah, I mean, you hope you hope for it, mm-hmm. um, but we'll see. Only time will I, tell. Yeah, I just want them to get very political. Yeah, for once in their fucking lives. Yeah, I mean, you know how much Disney really wants to get political, but they decide not to just, you know, for no reason. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I think this time they're like, no, we're going to get real political. Yeah. Mm -hmm. With with Jungle Cruise 2. 
the sticky um, honey boy. The sticky honey boy. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yep. Hmm. Well, Luke, do you want to look to next week? Let's, the season finale? Yes. Let's look very forward uh, to the season finale. What are we watching for that, Sam? Well, Luke, for the season finale of, of I almost said Stranger Things 2, but nope, that's not it. <laughs> it's not even the current season. <laughs> no, it isn't. <laughs> For the season finale of Hanksy Panksy Season 2 Rock Bottom, we will be watching 2021's Red Notice. Mm-hmm. Yep. What do you... Do you know what Red Notice is? I don't, uh, but I can give you a very good guess. Yeah, let me hear it. I think this is a modern retelling of, uh, the, of Moses. Uh, Ooh. Yeah. Sort That's of. That's good. So Red Notice is a reference to uh, the Red Sea. Um, right. Yeah. And sort of a parting of it. And. Ooh, I like it. Yeah. I really like uh, sort of. Is it like a modern retelling? Yes. A hundred percent. Yeah. Fuck, dude. That's good. Because I don't think anybody like sort of how people have done like modern retellings of like Romeo and Juliet that mm-hmm. kind of thing like setting them in like New York and whatnot. I'm thinking we do yeah. exactly the same thing in this one. Ooh, I really like it. Do you think it's set in like Israel Palestine and it really <laughs> covers that con like the the sort of apartheid state? Yeah. Yeah. I think it would have to. I think it gets I, real there's gritty. There's no way it couldn't. And obviously Dwayne the Rock Johnson is playing the title role in this right. one, uh, which is confusing on so many levels, e- like every level. And I think Ryan much. Reynolds is in this movie as well. Yeah, and Gal Gadot, which and, actually makes a little bit of sense. Yeah, Gal Gadot casting in this movie makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Miss uh, Miss Israel. From yeah. 2012 or something like that? Yeah. Something. Yeah. Anyway, that's that's what I'm forecasting for this one. Interesting. It's like The Wire meets Moses, basically. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. That's that's going to be good. It's going to be difficult. Yeah. I mean, that's going to be a really hard note to end the series on. Yeah, I think it's going to really season. test us. Uh, yes. Instead of this just being another action movie starring Dwayne the Rock Johnson, that's what I'm expecting. Right. Yeah. Well, so what do you yeah. what do you kind of think? Red Notice is going to be about. Uh, I think Red Notice is actually about uh, a man who starts getting a period. All right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and so it's just about Dwayne who finds out that he menstruates now, but out of his penis. <laughs> God damn it. Okay. <laughs> sure. <laughs> and that's that's the red notice. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Pretty pretty on the nose mm-hmm. with that one. So it's uh you know the movie What Women Want starring uh just friend of the Jews, Mel Gibson? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's like what women want meets Are You There God? It's me <laughs> Margaret? Beats me, man. I was going to say Gomer Pyle, which would be a fucking <laughs> yeah. hilarious movie. Are you there, God? It's me, Gomer Pyle. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so so I think it's uh, uh, What Women Want Meets Are You There, God? It's me, Margaret. Okay. Uh, so Dwayne gets a period, and then I think he... Um, once again, I think this is a political one. He he starts advocating to get rid of the uh, tampon tax. Okay. And how fucked up it is. Yeah. And and we see him re- like really understand what it's like to to be a menstruating person in this in this country. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, folks, thanks for listening to another episode of Hanksy Panksy. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at uh, Hanksy Panksy Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Hanksy Panksy. And you can find us on Instagram at Hanksy Panksy Pod. Send us an email at HanksyPanksyPod at gmail.com. 
And you can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash hanksypanksy. Uh, please head on over there. You know, check out a few dollars. Uh, we got some fun uh, bonus content over there. We've got uh, the ongoing Now This Is Podcasting uh, series that Luke and I are doing where we cover the Star Wars movies. Uh, we've got uh, Journey to the Center of the City where my wife and I record an episode about all of Sex in the City. And uh, we do monthly videos just for patrons. So head on over there and uh, and check it out. I want to give a shout out to Hanks' heroes. That is Russell, Tuck, and Daniel. And you know what? I don't think that Dwayne would trap you in stone. Yeah, probably yeah. not. Yeah, probably not. Uh, Luke, do you have a final quote? I do, and it is simply, Scheiße! Ah, oh, yes, I loved that. <laughs> that was brilliant. <laughs> Shout out to Jesse Plebens, folks. Yeah, truly excellent. Uh, that's it. That's all I got. That's it. Well, folks, uh, thanks for listening to another episode of Hanksy Panksy Rock Bottom. We'll be back next week with the season finale with 2021's Red Notice. <laughs> <laughs>